Welcome to the Gaps Podcast. It's episode 11 and first outside broadcast. I'm joined uh, in a socially distanced way by my fellow presenters, Mr. Ross Smith and Mr. Simon Martin. How are we doing? Hello. I went first this week. <laughs> Good. We're in, we're in my back garden. All sat two metres apart. It's very strange to say that opening line and seeing you've actually I know, I know. I'm not saying it's the wall in the kitchen. I'm not really, 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 really delivering it very well. Yeah. Well, I, this is lovely. It's the highlight of my lockdown so far. It's Obviously, best of all, I get to see the, the pallets. <laughs> the pallets are around. Uh, one, one day this week, at 8 o'clock in the morning, I wasn't expecting. And I had to lug 10, 25 kilo pallets down my drive off the back of a lorry, which I wasn't too happy about, and then through to my back garden. So I thought... I better stick them in the setup, roughly what they'd be, just to make sure my measurements were right. And it fits, looks all right, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. And Cheesy's, Cheesy's breaking the, the pallets, the pallets uh, podcast virginity. Yeah. Without cushion. Yeah. That's quite good. Yeah, that's supposed to be fair. How's your week, Sam? Yes, 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 been good, thanks. Oh, the weather went for a walk, big cycle. Our house is coming along, so sort of nearly that's quite exciting. And uh, but yeah, good, good, good. How about you? We've not been here for two weeks, have we? No, well, I've had my baby. Podcast family's got bigger. Yeah. <laughs> didn't do that last week. Yeah, we didn't start last week. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. So, Matt uh, was born on the 10th of June. So, a couple of weeks ago now. Uh, and then, but we stayed in the hospital for quite a while. So, normally we just record on a Monday. And we only got out of the hospital on a Sunday. So I'd, and it was Teddy's birthday last Monday as well. So I just thought so a bit of a bit of a conversation. Nice so right, I'm for an hour. So we left, so we left but yeah. So I'm uh, we have got three kids now, which is interesting. Tiring. I mean, luckily he slept through last night, which I wasn't expecting. So I feel quite refreshed today. Other than that, he hasn't. So yeah. Just imagine my disappointment when I realised. You weren't going to name the, the third child after the wolf from Gladio. No, I pushed hard. hard. <laughs> I mean, it's a nut vegetable lasagna. You can throw it around. Oh, yeah, made the lasagna. Oh, well, Blinda made the lasagna. <laughs> I drove the car when we came up. I mean, when you said you were, because I wasn't here, they also bought a new car. That's also happened this week. It's been a very busy and expensive couple. I was out buying a car when you came around and brought it around. So you said you were making this lasagna, and I thought, oh, that'd be nice, it'd be for me and Claire. And then when I got home and looked in the bag, it weighed, it must have weighed about five kilos. I just wasn't expecting it so big. <laughs> yeah, it was delicious. I've never had such big slices of lasagna in my life before. And the first thing that Claire said is, did Belinda and Simon share this at home? Is this their portion size? <laughs> 
Well, it's the thing. So normally, if we make lasagna, that means we're then eating lasagna for a week. Yeah, we ask us the same. So normally, if I have Sunday dinner, I'm normally having Tuesday dinner as well. So it's like bizarre to me. Here it only lasted one meal. No, well, we what did we do? We had we had it one no, and then I had it from a dinner the next day. So I only asked two, but I had bones, I big, like I was struggling to walk afterwards. It's delicious, though. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we thought we're going to get some together, but we thought three kids on five. They just want garlic. Well, yeah. I mean, that that was their favourite bit. I've got to be honest. Nobody gets Belinda's cooking, but as soon as he saw the garlic bread get put on the table, <laughs> yeah. you have to eat some lasagna first. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. So, yeah, busy couple of weeks. You're back at work. I'm back at work. It's been a very interesting week being uh, being back at work. It's um, It's been very busy. A lot of cue control. So, how, how are the. Is it, so, considering you've not been in. For how long it is? Are the bargains the usual or the time? Uh, um, much better than usual, but there's not many of them back now. So, all oh, right. Because I was wondering, people are rushing out to get a bargain. Just, I, think, they said, I think a lot. Of, I think a lot of people just want to spend money. I think a lot of people have just got a lot of government furlough money. Cash People are bored of going walks around parks. They just want to go for walks around shopping centres instead now. So. I think that's the thing. And after 13 weeks, something new sounds very... Uh... How good are you at now judging a two-metre distance? Can you just do that? There's a lot of... I'm doing a lot of strafing. There's a lot of feedback pedaling as people get a bit too... I mean, what I know, what I know about doing it really, people are very aware of it directly ahead of them. But then no one seems to consider it like to the side. Yeah. People are quite pleased to the side here. But then, but then like, they'll get too close to you straight ahead. They'll be like, oh, no. Or people will like, move behind you. Because it's impossible to go shopping in the supermarket without getting two me- without going two metres near anybody. That's the thing. It just depends how comfortable people feel around one another, I suppose. Yeah. Well, no, my mum, my, I spoke to my mum today. She can't, she's already booked a hairdresser appointment. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah, so it's mine, yeah. <laughs> She's like, first day, I've got it, need my hair done. <laughs> All right. Well, I've got, got a pair of clippers at home, that'll do. Well, well imagine, 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 obviously, the first time we've met up in person. Cheesy hair's head. grown back with a bedroom. You did yours before mine, though, didn't you? D- yeah, I went to, went too early, I realised I went too early. <laughs> and I was like, I said to Ashley last week, I was like, I think I might need to cut it again. She was like, you just don't have to leave it, you just don't have to leave it. I didn't get the bits behind the ears, so I keep having these, like, curtain things above my ears every month, so I have to keep making sure I have to cut them. So I was like, yeah, oh, I've got yeah, them. Lost. I mean, my big... You've got a look now, I think. Well, I normally put stuff Bradley. in it every day, and I've just left it, so... You look a bit Bradley Wiggins. Yeah. 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 Well, I've got the. I, I, well, I've got like a, I'm going like I've got like a, a Ronaldo going on. Like I've, I've realised it's quite, it's quite thin there, so I might just keep growing it, growing it, growing it, growing it. <laughs> my big worry when I was shaving my head was that you'd just be all big one length. That was my big worry, which I'm starting to. Soon. Yeah. But I don't see it again. I think for now, too close to <laughs> to go back to the boat. So, so yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, you look 
I've kept up my same routine <laughs> every two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Big big fortnight. Yeah, yeah that's it. That's the danger of making a show. And I mean, football's back as well. Football is back, yeah. Too much has happened. Cricket will be back soon as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah the, uh, I, find I find the West official Instagram account, and that, and that, and that they're, 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 they're <laughs> very hard. Yeah, <laughs> they're, 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 they're both practicing. Been, you wouldn't like this. They've been practicing bounces a lot. No, what are they? <laughs> not seen, I mean, not seen much. You've just got to hope that the ECB's account is so quiet because that's all they're doing practicing your workers. <laughs> Well, yeah. Well, I saw an Instagram post by uh, there's a West Indian batsman called Austin Chase, and he's apparently, I think, 2017, 2016, he was an overseas pro club in like on the South Coast, and he was in the same list as John Archer, who's also an overseas pro, one of the other club, and they played against each other. Oh wow. Unsurprisingly. And then took a break. And he said, oh, and he said, oh, he's after. <laughs> you would have fried though, because you're good at when they bowl too quick and well, well, well that's when you get yeah. your ice cold, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you got out of the start, they tried to me. Cricket straight as we it's like a rocks up after a week of work. It's like a boxer being punch drunk. You just got to take them punches and then they punch, <laughs> punch themselves out. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think what. Oh, I tell you what. I was I was on TikTok because that's killed a lot of hours during uh, lockdown. And I came across the TikTok account of the guy who generally went pretty fashions when we bought. And, and the and big thing about using specialist substitute fielders, wasn't there? Oh, oh yeah. The guy who was a substitute fielder who ran out of content. Gary Pratt. Yeah, found it. Like, just scrolling. <laughs> you might not remember me, but I'm this guy. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Have a look at my profile. <laughs> and now he's trying to be an influencer. He wasn't doing very much because I had to scroll down. My for you page quite fast to find. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There we go. Good luck with so what are we talking about today? Football, 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 I think. Back. Back. It's Premier League. I was a bit underwhelmed. I don't know if it's because I wasn't I didn't I didn't watch I didn't watch the Aston Villa Sheffield United game. I just think I was got a bit underwhelmed by the whole thing. Well what was that first game back on Wednesday? It was a really good really game really. Uh, Jeff United. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't like it got, it got better since when, then. When Project Restart was announced, you knew that was the first game back. It wasn't like it was more. It was like when you pop the firework, you get a grab on it, waiting for a big game to come. You don't. They didn't open with a bang, did they? Let's say. Think of what I'm. I'm glad about. I think sometimes I think I like. I almost prefer like the football chat than I do sort of football. Oh, and, having Roy yeah. Keane back in the studio. Oh, oh yeah, well, yeah, that was good. But I just, but I just I'm, like, I'm not actually good at small talk. It really helps really 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 people, people about football. I actually quite like that. Just have a date about Bournemouth are going to get relegated. Yeah, there's now something easy to pick up a conversation yeah, about. Yeah. 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 
So we're having a break in them. Yes, we will. Uh, we'll start with the games on from last Wednesday, and then we'll finish with Tottenham and United in the in the first part. We'll be back straight after this. Welcome back to the Three Thirds Mike One Third Scouts podcast. We'll be going to finally stop talking about Project Restart and just talk about Restart. Well, hey, yeah. yes. Uh, and it began um, with a very dull game. Did either of you two watch the the first game? I mean, even though I was so excited about football, like I just still couldn't bring myself to get excited about Sheffield United and Villa. So I think I, I think I had it all, but I quickly switched it off. As soon as it, as soon as it blew the, the the whistle to start the game, just instantly turned out. You know, football for now. Yeah, saw, <laughs> Not too much. Yeah, I saw the um, the second and knee and thought that was like quite a powerful message because that, that was, at that point, was, no one we knew about the Black Lives Matter on the back of the shirts, but the second and knee thing that was unexpected, wasn't it? And uh, yeah, yeah. So it was all. It was that was quite a big moment. I thought, oh, I watched that, but then yeah, I mean. That was the highlight, really. I mean, I hope you've all seen. The, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about the full game later, but I hope you've all seen what Sadio Mane did when they blew the whistle. <laughs> what did he do? Everyone took a note. Everyone took a note. Then you just, it's like, it's far. You just sprint up the line. He does that thing where he stops and he's like, do I need to go back? And he just, I think he just, he just sits down and takes the knee. I was like, and it's just a, just a picture of Kaita turning around looking at it and going, what are you doing? I'll tell you that. <laughs> like, brilliant. That's been like people do it, and then there's been awkward moments where some people get up early and then yeah. see everyone still and go back down. It's, 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 yeah, there are some funny moments of it, but yeah, I wouldn't mind if it was the first match, but he'd seen everybody else's. Oh, I know, exactly it was just like... they must have spoken about each other as well before the game. Absolute machine, absolute machine, that boy. <laughs> <laughs> What's the new project you see? I'm a fan noise on. Oh, I quite like yeah. the fan noises, yeah. Yeah, no, I have to have them on. Otherwise, yeah. I can't. I can't watch. Yeah, I can't watch game without it. I've done the Bundesliga without it. Find it really difficult to watch. But there was times yesterday where I was watching the game where Everton had a chance to score and it sounded like they'd scored, and then it was like the oh, the score. I, was like, oh. I mean, my big question with it: who's in charge of the noises? Is it this, there's a DJ in the stadium? No, no. So you're in the DJ anything. No, but that's, that's what I mean. Who's who is it? Just someone watching, like in a room in far away place. Like a vast. Okay. I would have thought somebody in production or something like that. Because you can turn it off, can't you? After watching, put it on. But... Yeah, yeah. I think you need it. I mean, it works best in the games that you're not that interested. They're just on in the background. Like when I'm yeah. cooking, and then it's been on in the other room, and I can hear you hear the ooh. Or the, otherwise, you just. It's just somebody yeah, kicking a ball. Might, might as well just open the window and somebody kicking a ball. Yeah. Right? yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm glad to have it back. I mean, when, like, obviously the Euros are supposed to be happening now, aren't they? So this morning, yeah. we're supposed to have some football, but it doesn't feel quite like no. summer of football, does it? It's still a bit strange to. I still, can't, I still can't believe it should be the Euros now. It doesn't feel like... I mean, obviously, the football season hasn't finished, but it doesn't feel like there's been no football for 12, 13 weeks. That's the problem. Yeah. It's like all set time is lost, doesn't it? Like, yeah, it doesn't... Yeah. I mean, one of the other things that got me as well is the fact, like, getting my head around that these games actually matter for something. Yeah. Because it feels that long between... Because it's probably about end of season, start of season break, isn't it? I reckon. 
about, been about 11 time. May to August. August. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, about, it's, a long, it's, long, it's a longer break than pre-season, I think. But it seems weird that like you start thinking that games matter in a league that you you have to pick up where everyone wants and obviously I just find it weird the form and everything what you thought was going to happen with teams and stuff you can't really go into it. but yeah I mean, although I mean it matters to Villa and they you know they lose that shit no they drew that shit that game like that absolutely outrageous VAR well that, that it, about half an hour in was that yeah I didn't I woke up the next morning and heard VAR <laughs> I wasn't really paying attention to anything and I was like oh what's going on I thought it's not even close is it like it's just very definitely over the line I don't even know why kick it so I think they just I think that the referee just had so much faith in the goal line technology that when that flashed up saying no goal yeah but then why don't VAR check it I don't think no, no, they can. I don't think can, can VAR check that. I know. I think I think they could have done, but I think they just assumed that the goal te- must have been right. I mean, I think they can, but you have to sort of check it quite quickly, don't? You? So you only really, yes, yeah, yeah, before they sort of really popped up. I mean, Graham is United, Jeff United, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm because I I lost that in disastrous one through. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. but, I mean, yeah, I, I think Villa are in trouble. Are in trouble. And, over, over the match. And Villa play again at the weekend. Villa play, play Chelsea. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, they lost Chelsea. Yeah. I mean, I think Villa are going down. Yeah, Villa looks... I, I mean, when Villa took the lead, I thought, oh, maybe this could be like a bit of a smashing grab. But, I mean, two goals are continuing quite a quick succession. I thought, no, I think... They're probably, they're probably going down. John Terry didn't look too disappointed that Chelsea took the lead either, to be honest. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, Villa. Yeah, Villa didn't. I mean, what, what, have you watched many games or how many Villa cram in? Yes, yeah, so I watched quite a few. I've so watched the, the background a few times. So, so whenever the game on, I've had it. I've had it on the background. So yeah, I watched, watched more than I thought I was going to do. No, I, thought, I think I watched the game on Saturday night. It was on when I got home from work. Did I watch was City on? Can't remember what City were on. I think I've watched a bit. I think I watched a bit. No, I came out of work when City scored and I just listened to a little bit the on the radio City. and then this is the first City game on the Wednesday. Yeah. Um listen to you two commentate on the game on Friday night. Um yeah. and I don't think I watched anything. I didn't finish the last seven Saturday, so other than the Bournemouth game, I didn't watch any of it on Saturday. And I was too. I just wanted the football to start on Sunday night, so I didn't watch any of the games Sunday. I, I tell you what, as you know, like obviously, class of football back, and it's in the empty stadium, which you all accept. But what I don't get is like, obviously, it's like reducing the amount of we spoke ages before football came back about reducing the amount of people that have to be in the stadium, so it all makes it safe. What I don't get is like. Daniel Levy's at the Tottenham game. Kenny Dalglish was at the There's all these people that don't have to be, they've got no involvement in the actual match day fixtures, so they don't have to be there. I don't know why they Then, so the stadium, the stadium announced, still announcing things. Yeah. <laughs> what are you announcing to? Play for the TV, they never go, stadium announcing, just had something. They never happened anyway. The West Ham game still blew the bubbles before the game. Who are they for? It's not for the players. I think, oh, I didn't perform because the bubbles didn't come out. I just think the Sony just 
stupid things that they've carried on doing that are just that are obviously for the fan experience for the people in the stadium, not for the people at home. Uh, yeah, that, that them little things have wound me up. And then also the, the amount of haircuts the footballers have had. Yeah, somebody I think Martin Tyler said that on Sunday said it's it's amazing how many how many footballers live at home with uh, hairdressers. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. there's a lot of a lot of fresh fades going on, I've noticed. So they're even they've even been practicing a long time during lockdown now. But not Andros Townsend. No. No. There is yeah. I mean it's perfect for like David Lewis and doing doozy, aren't they? They just let it grow, don't they? Yeah. Well, well, Louise was definitely. He was better when they weren't. <laughs> <laughs> he was terrible. Arsenal game. He. I mean, he didn't start. Yeah. No. No. And then got sent off. Well, this, this Arsenal it just seems like an, such an Arsenal thing to do. That Pablo Mari started for them. He's only on loan. He got. He was. Well, he got injured. I think he's been injured quite badly. I don't think he's going to play again this season. They wanted to sign him for forty million pounds. Fourteen. Fourteen million pounds, yeah. I felt that Arteta got way too much credit when he first took over at the Arsenal job. When and the, the results weren't that good. And I think I think Arsenal's a real mess. I think there could be a real exodus of players this summer as well. Well you know, I think Angle be looking to leave, Saka's contract is the end. I can see someone like Wendy pushing for a league. Yeah. I think Arsenal I mean since since Premier League's been back, there's only been two home wins, haven't there? And Arsenal have been the away team both times. <laughs> yeah. So they got beat off Brighton and they've been beat off City, so but they do look I looked, look at, at, I looked looked at their bench. Where, I think when you said, you mentioned something on, on, I think it was on Sunday or after the Brighton game, and I looked at the bench and I was like, who are they bringing off this bench? There's nobody on here whatsoever. And they've still got Ozil who said he's going to stay another season on £350,000 a week. I was like, yeah. oh, I'd be surprised if Aubameyang stays. Well, it's like they say, they're saying a match today. He's just looking at Ozil getting three hundred fifty grand a week and doing nothing for it. And then he... <laughs> I can't believe Bamiyang went there in the first place, but yeah, I mean, there'll be loads of people that want a Bamiyang as well. I don't know. I don't know. After he, he needs to, he needs to shape up a bit. I think people shape want to up. take. He's got records incredible at Arsenal. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And he got like forty nine in seventy eight. There's nobody else for Arsenal to score to goal. That's that's, that's the problem. <laughs> yeah, oh, I think he's a machine. I think he'll score goals. Where teams always want a goal scorer. I think I, even like Everton or Newcastle, I mean, they've got money now, haven't they? Oh, I don't know about Everton. I don't know about either of them two. I think he'll go, bro. I don't think he'll stay in the Premier League. He, he's not He's not going to stay in the Premier League for anybody other than a top six side. Can't see him signing for Spurs. I mean, were Arsenal top six when he signed? I mean, it's. Well, they were technically top six, I suppose. Well, Leicester weren't top six when he signed. They were Arsenal were the Leicester of the top six, weren't they? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I think you definitely leave. Like you say, there'll be a lot of people to get out of Arsenal. I think there'll be people still wanting, but I think, I mean, it looks like he's just given up. I mean, all right, he might not have got much of the ball on, on Wednesday night, or did he, he, he did play on front. On, he did play yeah, on front, didn't he? Fairly anonymous, but he did play. It just seems that, yeah, like I said, I don't, I don't know. Well, but like I said, I think his results weren't exactly great before, and it's not like, I don't know. I, I mean, it's a big act because you're not looking and thinking, absolutely, even exciting 
prospect. Although that's the only thing that's really going for him at the minute, isn't it? Other than that, who are they going to attract? I think Arsenal have got away with it because they've not lost games, they've drawn games. They've only lost six. Well, they've only lost like eight games, I think, all season. But obviously, they've just lost the last two. I think they've drawn like thirteen games this year. They, they only just, they only just got forty points. I think Burnley have got Burnley are a point behind them. I think. So, but yeah, I, this it feels like a massive gap. I mean, Arsenal have always brought fairly good young talent through, but it feels like there's such a big gap now between there's no core people there whatsoever. They've just not signed anybody who's worth signing. And like I think they said on the telly, just put some put a youngster in instead of put, playing David Luiz. Just put somebody else in other than him. And he must. And, and, Be- Bellerin went off to the one. Yeah, I mean yeah. the thing like he's probably there. Well, getting David Luiz instead of Gary Cahill and someone just seems even more bizarre. Uh, so Gary Cahill, Player of the Year. <laughs> <laughs> get him, get him in that team. Get him in that team. <laughs> but I bet I bet David Luiz the only sign was the only signing for seven million pounds. I bet he's not on a bet he's not on a cheap wage either. No, I mean, look, well, it, it looks like they're going to extend it, doesn't it? So you, you look at the end of this month, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, they've, I mean, Jamie Carragher was the last time in the Premier League, which I, I, I agree. He was struggling against him before anything happened. He didn't start this time, and then he goes and does that. So he's what banned for a game, two, three games, two games. I think he said he was banned for so the game on Saturday, and then I mean, unless. Arsenal's injury record continues to matter. I can't see him coming back. Well, I mean, you're not really good me, are you? I mean, the thing in all this is that Shodra Mustafi's getting a game every week. I mean, <laughs> at the start of the season, he was, he was horrific. Yeah. Uh, right, come on, let's move on, to, let's move on to Friday. How did you feel United's first game back? Uh, so, I was... Well, I... I thought I'm going to do it properly, so I made sure I drank. <laughs> I'm not making myself a proper match day experience, and I'm glad I did because it really had it. <laughs> it might, might manage to dull the But I, I really enjoyed it. I thought United played well. I was. Uh, I had the knock on. I was alright. Um, I thought United played well. And one, my big thing, what I was worried about, is because I knew because watching on the other games like Bundesliga. And having no real emotional investment. Normally, when fans get like, like, when Palace play and they have, they've got quite a bunch yeah, yeah. noise in the stadium, you like watching because you're listening to them and think, you like the crowd, like listening to the crowd. So I was a bit, oh, is this going to take it away? I'm not going to cheer or anything. Because even for some neutral games, like if they score, I still get excited by it. So my big worry that I'm going to get excited. But when Rashford had that first chance when he came, Came over to him, he started footing and he got saved. And I was up screaming. I thought, oh no, do I really still care about this? Just no package. So that was my big worry. But no, I really I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good game of football. I think it was the best, one of the best of the weekend, to be honest. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, I got my, ha- my hopes for him. I was really kind of excited we were going to play with a win. And then we did, obviously we didn't. And, and, you know, Spurs scored. A decent like run from Goldberg, yeah. poor from David De Gea. And I think it's so- the decline of David De Gea has been, you know, the one that starts thinking about last year. He was like the best goalkeeper in the world. Now he's not, and I think it, and you have to do with him next year, and they'll say he ends up on loan and can play back to the United. But I can see, like in a year's time. I can see Henderson becoming first choice for United and Aya been leaving and going back to Spain or something. 
But um, obviously, half time, right? Tore it to him. He was he was incandescent with rage, wasn't he? <laughs> Uh, it was brilliant to watch. I mean, the best thing is, like, you had no one that was absolutely furious. They just had ever just laughing his head off on the other side. Like, yeah. Opposed yeah. <laughs> emotions in the studio. Yeah. Ever taking the, he's just a game of football, lads. <laughs> <laughs> so that was perfect. And then I thought United really encouraging Pogba when when Pogba came on. I think we changed it. United we were the best team from then on. Pogba and Fernandez look good together. Uh, so I think if we get keep those two fit. I think it's good good size for United for the rest of the season. Good, good little. Uh, obviously, it's a penalty, but Pogba beat Eric Dyer was impressive. And I, I, I just I feel like we will score goals if we keep those two on the pitch. Yeah, I mean, the, which is, I think, yeah, the same with every single game. The first half tends to be a bit dull, isn't it? And we, I thought United passed it around quite well. I mean, obviously, Tottenham scored. There was an error from Shaw and Squire and Day, which led to it. But I thought I thought we were relatively good at winning. Like, look, Tom and I looked still. I mean, he's looked fit during the lockdown, the pitch you've seen, but he was still quite sharp winning the ball high up. We just didn't look. Other than Fernandez, we didn't look. We weren't really looking for balls forward, which was a bit. It was obvious. I, I, well, I felt like Wamba Saka would. It always played out that Wamba Saka had the ball on, you know, in quite a dangerous in a bit of space. And then there's never any. But like, that is a concern. He doesn't ever really do anything. Yeah, but I always felt like Martial was quiet. Yeah. The majority of the game until Pogba really came on. Rash was quite quiet as well. You know, you didn't really hear that much of him. I know he had a couple of chances, but and then Daniel Jeff, big week. Yeah. yeah, was it Daniel Rashford? It's Daniel Rashford. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel James was a bit quiet as well. But I thought the whole front three were a bit quiet. Fernandez was trying to test, and then I mean, annoying. Like the, we said it all, but the big the curtailing of the season and the, the lockdown came a bit at the wrong time for United because we were real on the ascendancy with Fernandez and it just it felt like Fernandez had kind of picked up where he left off but the rest of the team maybe two, three, four games behind him in terms of being back to that kind of attacking player that we saw towards the end of the of the well before the restart so yeah I mean I, 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 there was promising signs especially like Bob coming on and Fernandez when them two looked they looked they looked like they were looking for each other and trying to find each other in danger so that was quite nice to see um, yeah. yeah, and then Tottenham only used two subs. Did they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm um, really a weak bench in his top class. Not, not the fact that Mourinho's been doing preseason for about 15 weeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's had a big rant today, hasn't he, about Paul Merson? Oh, yeah. His style won't get the best out of Harry Kane, so he's come out with a rant about Dropper and Ronaldo and all these and Diego Melito <laughs> things. I mean, he looks like he's lost the plot, right? Yeah, he does look like he's lost the plot, yeah. Like he's Mourinho. I just, yeah, I mean, oh, that's what I was worried about. It's well, the five substitutions. But I think they've worked it quite well that you can only do it at three points in the game, which I thought was quite clever, actually. Yeah. What was that? You can have five subs, can't you? Oh, yeah. But it's making one sub, one sub, one sub, one sub, one sub. One sub. Oh, okay. I see. Two subs, two subs. So you can only have three oh, I people in the game. So, so you're still only have the same amount of stoppages, but you have more players come on, which oh. I thought was quite 
I'd like to want to do all five at once. <laughs> well, that's a Mourinho. Mourinho will do it. Like in the 85th minute, just bring all five up. That's, that's, yeah, that's what I'm hoping. Mikel Arteta, the uh, the last the last thing of a doubt, the last decision of a job. Yeah, but no, I, I was I was I was I was fairly pleased. I was I was quite um, happy. United play before week. It's FA Cup this weekend, isn't it? United play on Wednesday. Play Sheffield United Wednesday. Early kickoff, isn't it? I mean, you think you a draw, would you? Oh, well, at home, so you hope to sneak a one 0 wouldn't you? But um. <laughs> if you can't wait for Drew, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what I didn't realise is um, Chelsea are five points clear, aren't they? They're them fourth. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. now one. Yeah. So, uh, and now five points with only eight games left seems quite a tall, tall ass. I mean, before we broke, I don't even know what to call it. Before we broke up, <laughs> uh, we looked. I, I, I was dead to know we were going to we were going to catch him, but now I think Chelsea have got a bit of. I mean, like we've because we, um, we've been out sign Werner. Werner. Like, it seems to be like a bit of a impetus as well to, to kick on again. So yeah, it's really from the whole season, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you know, I need to start winning. Don't you? Like good performance, a draw. I'm going to cut it now. I think like it's a real test for Ollie actually. Because I think up until this point, while well, he's been at United, and he's always been able to pass that fact that basically the players are. Whenever United are rubbish, I was sympathetic with like, well, you know, fair enough, the players are rubbish. But now, that team that side, actually on the table, that is quite a good United team. Yeah, you know, but you know, you've got, at the same time, six months ago before Fernandes was there, except Fernandes out. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, but you wouldn't be saying that's quite a good team on paper, would you? Well, well, yeah, but it's, it's got World Cup winner in it. This is a bit where if you make top four, it will it'll be down to Pogba and Fernandez, and it'll be, Pogba needs to pull his finger out. And I, I, I'm very much on the on the boat that everybody keeps mentioning Pogba as this great player, and he's won the World Cup. But actually, in the last eighteen months, what on earth has he done for United? Pogba score a couple of penalties, nothing. Well, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I, I think as we get to the end of the season, United get into, United get to the top four, and I actually think you've got a better chance of catching Leicester than you've got catching Chelsea. I think Leicester, have, I think Leicester have completely fallen off a cliff. Yeah, yeah I think the wheels could come off. Well, I mean, the other thing to throw in is that City still have this ban for Europe. Yeah. So it's a bit, but I mean, depending if they somehow managed to have a delay, that group. Well, it did, that's in July, isn't it? They get that. Find out that. I think you said that Wolves played really well. I think it's Wolves that you've got to worry about, not Sheffield United. Yeah, yeah but I, I think Wolves might struggle with the amount of games. Yeah, but I, no rotation. No, I did think this, but you think their their season started nearly a year ago, and they've performed even though they've had all the Europa League qualifiers. They're doing well in gone through the Europa League. They were still doing well in the league. Why? The Breakup, good time for them. Actually, have a bit of a rest and yeah. again with that same little squad. They won't. They won't play any Europa League games until the end of the season, will they? Either yeah, the Europa so League's like Great Wolves do look a bit of a threat because they, they can just. Yeah, yeah. 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 you know, it's really. Yeah, he's got a number. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't worry about Wolves. I just I don't know what any forms would be like. I mean, because a lot, for a lot of teams, they won't be used to playing. Saturday, Sunday, Saturday or Sunday, midweek game, then a, yeah. then a weekend game. I mean, at least the bigger teams, they're used to playing that kind of schedule. Teams that are in Europe, they're, they're, 
they have squads they're the ones that the most because yeah. it's old they're not going to be used to it right uh, we'll have a break and then we'll come back and we'll discuss the, the second half of the, of the week in the Premier League season Welcome back to the last part of the podcast where we're going to discuss the games on Sunday and we'll start with Newcastle's surprising 3-0 trouncing of Sheffield United. The first time Sheffield United have conceded three goals away from home this season. I mean, it was a big help that um, Sheffield United went down to 10 men. Oh, absolutely. But yeah, no, surprising. I mean, we were, well, I was singing Steve Bruce's praise when we did the show about manager of the year. I, I put him up there. Yeah. I give him a mention, but I think he's done fantastic. I mean, the big thing was Joe Linton scored. Yeah. That, that, I mean, that would have hurt Sheffield United more than getting beat, I imagine. <laughs> but now they look, they look, they look, they look relatively decent. I mean, they've got some decent players, haven't they? John Joe Shelby on his day. Mm. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. On the day, like, if he can get him playing consistently, it's a bit like a Dharma Traore. If you can get him doing something mm. properly. I mean, Almiron runs all day. I mean, he, he looked great when he first joined, but no, he seems to be one of those ones that you love as a fan because he runs around and tries hard. But when you objectively, yeah, when you objectively look at him, he doesn't actually do that. Doesn't much. score, does and he? Then, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I, when when oh, in the pre-match build-up to the Newcastle game, when I saw Shola Amiobi as one of the pundits, I was saying to Clark, he was at Newcastle for ten years and he didn't even score hundred goals. Like they put up with him, so I think they can put up with Joel Linton, can't they? Like they're used to a striker not scoring. They didn't pay £40 million pound for Shola and Mother. Yeah. But the trouble is, they're going to have a good end to the season. These owners are going to no. come in and they're not going to be able to stack Steve Bruce, are they? He's going to do too well. well. I mean, the other thing, they, what he's had with his takeover, because it all yeah. seems to be the Saudis were definitely in, then it's gone away, and then someone else was in. I, I mean, I've, I've stopped keeping up with it because it's... So are they actually going to get took over? Or? Well, it's, it's been a week away from it. Well, it's, it's been a week it's away. Like your completion date in your house. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Very similar. The Saudi goes up. We can do this remotely, week. isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but I, I don't. I, I don't know who the Newcastle's fixtures are, but they they did look. I mean, I know. They, like I said, they went down to ten men, but they had they had to force two bookings to get them down to ten. Getting sent down to ten men, so they were doing something right. But they looked a decent, decent team. I mean, what happens now? It's like a, how they how they continue that form. Maybe they've got next. They don't know. But like you say, sent Maximan. He can cause a few problems if Joe Linton does actually start scoring. Then that's a big plus. John Joe Shelby has been lauded for his passing ability for a long time, but he's never really done it consistently enough. So if you get what what is it? How many how many four or five weeks is it until it all be over again? If you can just hold a four or five week period, then yeah, Steve Bruce will be. Yeah, I think they get to fifty five. I think they're on thirty eight points. I think they've got another four wins and four wins and get to fifty points. It's decent. So it's, they're, still, they're still in they're still in FA Cup as well, aren't they? I think yeah, they yeah. won. Yeah, they are. Oh, I, I, it's been that long that you, <laughs> I forgot everything. I don't know. Are there that many games coming when you can't keep track of what's what? I don't know. I realised I was looking forward to football coming back so much I don't actually know what's going on. Yeah. 
on any of the games now. I mean, but I, I, I'm not going to even look, like, try and plan ahead. I'm just going to take it day by day. I'm just going to look each day and see what songs. I think otherwise I'm just going to get overwhelmed with a choice. Yeah. yeah. No, but I thought Newcastle did well. Steve Bruce is doing well, so it'll be interesting to see how they get on. And then um, Chelsea played in, in the middle game, so Aston Villa's second defeat in... Oh, not second defeat, sorry. Aston Villa's... Um, Two, one point from two games um, lost after a crazy three minutes goal from Giroud can't remember who scored the other goal Pulisic Pulisic we didn't even start um, and then Chelsea have five points clear and we didn't talk about Leicester I think have fallen off a bit of a cliff so I don't think they start, I don't think they started lockdown very well and it doesn't look like they started at post lockdown very well either I think the thing for Leicester a little bit like Arsenal I get a lot depends on how they end the season, to how what position they are in for keeping hold of players. Yeah, I think there'll be there'll be players that we look thinking, uh, have we reached what we have we achieved what we can achieve with Chilwell. Oh, his strike. Yeah, uh, the, what's the left back? Uh, City are interesting, Chilwell as well. Yeah, yeah, he's talking his about his strike. Chelsea. Yeah. Unbelievable, by the way. But yeah, yeah, no. I... <laughs> yeah, you know, people like Ndidi, uh, Tielemans. Yeah, I think these are all players who might have ambitions beyond Leicester. And if Leicester have a poor end, I mean, the other thing is with Leicester, I see them as good as Vardy's been, push remove. he is going to get. Well, he's getting older, and they haven't really got a backup. Like they've never had anyone who's consistently scored for him, have they? So what do they do no. when he suddenly goes? So yeah, it's a could be a tough one. I mean, enjoy it while you can, Leicester, because unless you're going to go out there and spend a load of money, I can't see it carrying on. But I mean, how's it, how's it end when you have Brendan Brenda Rodgers in charge? It doesn't normally end very well. It's exciting, though. You don't win the league, do you? <laughs> right. you, score, you score a lot of goals. You just concede a lot of goals as well. Yeah. You, get two, you get two games away from the end, and then they'll end up eight or something like that. Game of over something. I mean, and then City, like we said, City started the game. Came back, they didn't they? They played Arsenal comprehensively, beat Arsenal. They're playing again as we speak now. And they yeah. were 3 0 up at half time to Burnley last time we saw. They, the performance against Arsenal, it looked like they'd never been away. Some of the football they were playing. Yeah, good. And they look strong. I mean, I think they'll just sort of coast in till the end of the season. It'll all be about next, you know. The players play at the end of David Silva. They'll probably be like a hero. But players will just play enormous for their position in the team next year, and they'll, no, they'll hope no, to go no, again and, and rebuild I guess Yeah, yeah it looks like Danny's pretty much out the door, isn't he? By Munich, it sounds like they've even got agreed terms agreed. Just need to start a price, which might, might be harder than. Well, he's projected all the contracts. He looks like uh, there's no future for him. I mean, where's does it? <laughs> where do you get? Where do you? I mean, where do you fit in that Bayern Munich team now? I mean, I know these, you can never have enough talent, can you? But no. I don't know. I know he's going back home, aren't you? Germany, so but it'd be a big loss because when he was that the seasons when he played consistently for City, he was unbelievable, wasn't he? He was one of the most exciting young players in the world. It's just a shame that it hadn't worked out at City. Yeah. He's still only twenty. He's still only twenty-three. I mean, the other option is that if they don't agree a deal, he, he doesn't look like he wants to stay. So you know, either have to leave on the season after, but I said he's going to play him. He's just going to sit on the bench for a year. Well, yeah. 
Well, yeah, I think that's. I think that'd be a worst case scenario if you've got a player that doesn't want to be there. Presumably, he's still on quite good wages now as well. So I think City will end up having to accept a smaller offer and want to just like cut their loss. Just I mean, the out. thing, the other I mean, thing is, if, if, much, if he's, if he's definitely going to buy Munich, you wouldn't want someone that you're going to sign having played no football for a year, either, would you? So you'd presumably want to pay the money to get him. No. I know you could save, what, 40, 50 million quid, but is that, is that really going to matter to buy Munich that much? Well, they're not signing Coutinho, are they? So, uh, no. And then we finished the weekend with what looked like a very dull messy side derby. Oh, it was. Liverpool getting changed in the park, <laughs> in the car park. Is that what happened? Yeah, because uh, the dressing rooms at Everton and the tunnel's not wide enough, so they have to get. They've had to put a dressing room. Uh, they've had to put a park cabin in the car park, so all the away teams get dressed in there, and then they have to walk across the car park and they walk out with two completely separate. It's <laughs> embarrassing for a Premier League club that they can't. Not... I think. Um, I think when the you show them come out of the and back, to the ones in the stand, they have to get the to get them out of the stand, and they have to get there. But yeah, um, I mean, I was quite <laughs> Liverpool. I mean, um, obviously it was only pre-season friendly, but they beat Blackburn six 0 with what was a mixture of youth and experience, and it just seemed to run out of legs. Didn't seem to work. A couple of couple of bits clicked, but like Robert mentioned before about City hitting the ground running, it just didn't. It just didn't seem well, bad. Robertson didn't play, did he? And Salah didn't play. No, Robertson, no, no Robertson, no Salah. Um, what's the um, what's the guy who took Salah's place called? Minamino. Minamino. He'd, I mean, from what I've seen so far, he had no idea why you signed him. When he was. When he was signed, yeah, it was, was like, almost really felt like Firmino oh, signing. Liverpool. Like no one had ever heard of him, business. but he felt like oh, he's going to come in and be like Firmino West. Like, so, yeah, I, I can't see I the hype around him. I think it's also rubbish, called, I think it? it's one of them that will either it's going to either take six months to kind of gel or it's just not going to work. I mean, the jury's still out on Kaiser. A lot of people said he had the he, he was the Liverpool fan of the match on Sunday, but I was I'm, I, the jury's still out. Me. I don't affect the game. He, he he was he ultimately is the Coutinho replacement, and he doesn't affect the game anywhere near uh, as much as Coutinho. He doesn't have the same presence on the ball. Coutinho does so. I don't know the jury. Well, and when he was the best player, it happened. Alexander Arnold did his passing boots on. The midfield didn't seem to gel, and then Manny and Firmino, Firmino kept coming deep for the ball, and there was no ball over the top. But so, it's like the pundits were saying, like that. That might have been when we spoke about how the crowd, having no crowd will affect games. That might have been one where it affected Everton positively because there's no pressure to go yeah. out and they can they can literally play the tactics that Ancelotti had set out. There's no crowd expecting them to do something. Not seen, so it, it might have been that the tactically so well. But I mean, like I said, I wasn't. I was expecting more from Liverpool to be honest. And it, you just. I mean, Everton had the better chances in the end. So well, Everton, I, I think Carragher came out this morning and said Everton should have hit the power. There's a couple of chances they had. I was so, we'll just have to wait and see what. I mean, playing Crystal Palace is never great. Liverpool don't play don't play Palace very well anyway. Last thing to beat Liverpool at Anfield, so not good to win. Kind of want the season to go over and done with now. Already, it's only back a week. So so underwhelmed. And then Liverpool have like not won five of the last six. I was like, oh. I just think, what what does happen? It's saying, like, obviously Liverpool (laughs) drew nil nil then. 
Palace beat them. All of a sudden, like, like what felt very comfortable, suddenly starts feeling a bit, and especially the way City have gone on. So I think we've got. Oh, so, well, no, say City then beat you. Yeah, well, I think I. It will be. I What's the gap at the minute? Twenty points. It's close. Believe me, I'm not worried. I'm not worried just yet. I honestly forgot he was that big. I honestly thought he was like eight or nine points. <laughs> we, uh, I mean, I wouldn't would really be bothered at this point if we drew every game between the end of the season. We'd still win the game. We'd still win the league with two. Oh, you don't want it. I mean, uh, I mean, in some ways, I want you to do that, but you don't want to do that, do you? No. Just need to win. It just needs to be over. I think once it's over and done with that, I think that everybody will stop talking about it. Before lockdown, nobody was like, everybody was going to that. Is that and then everybody in lockdown was going to go, close so close. I mean, the worst thing was when the league didn't go out of traffic. Didn't want to go to the park. The beat, you know, I didn't beat Watford before lockdown. Before lockdown, it wouldn't matter. But then you can... I mean, the other thing that I, with at least that, obviously, the league's pretty much won it with Liverpool. And before the breakup, the race of top four was quite exciting. It, it could end up that there's no real, like the next eight games, there's, no, there's nothing really that's happening. There's no real competition. Uh, well, yeah, I so it could be the relegation side, the top four side. I know you say that's the could drop off, but if they could, they just have. Yeah. There could be no real yeah. fight. The league's done. The next eight nine games, oh, we've looked forward to them coming back so much, and then there's no real drama. It's just that games happen for the sake of a mountain. Yeah. I mean, the only big thing is that the Champions League decided it's going to happen in Lisbon and they're going to have a mini mini yeah. tournament style. So that at least that's something to look forward to. I mean, I'm not looking forward to it. If Norwich have to play West Ham. Uh, uh, guarantee the BBC have as well, just their luck. Just get that bubble machine on even more. To... <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it's, it, is, it is good having games on every day, but I mean, there's... I mean, I know I moaned about some of the Super Sunday games before the breakup, but God, there is some right, there's some right rubbish. That's the problem. It's because everything's on. That's the problem. It's because everything's on. I think if everything <laughs> if you come back and you only have the game, so I don't think it matters too much. But I think you, what I think going back to the point that with the crowd noise, that it's a man in a van somewhere else. I don't know why the why can't you as a home team just pump in your fans singing as loud as you can. What's I think the, the yeah that's the what I mean. Like it, 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 I think it's, it's very generic, even. isn't it? It's, I don't broadly see the broad, but I mean, you get a few <coughs> chants from like relevant clubs. But... It's, it's from FIFA, though, isn't it? It's from FIFA. Oh, is it? I think so. Yeah. I mean, it gets me anywhere. Go like they cheer for the goal, and it goes wide. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> this sounds a bit silly, but yeah. That, that Dominic Carver Lewin chance, that's what happened with that. Like, it sounded like he'd scored, and I was like, oh, no, that's like it go wide. I was yes. like, yes. Yeah, the, yeah. I mean, it was a bit weird watching a derby behind closed doors with no real atmosphere. It had no real bite or aggression or anything, did it? 
I have not had any of the managers. I've not had too much swearing from the players or the managers or anything. I've not had too much shouting. No, no. Yeah, I, always have, I always have the fan thing on. Yes. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward to Wednesday. The big one. United, Chef United. <laughs> it's the one I circled at the start of the season. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Now do against a smaller team. And now we Newcastle winning three 0 If we don't win three 0 God, we'll suddenly have to sign Joel Linton and Saint Maximum. Well, do you think so? Dean Henderson. Well, do you think so? Dean Henderson still hasn't signed the like he has, extension to his loan. No, do you think if Sheffield? Yeah. No, I don't think oh, he has. Right. I think it's still going through. Do you think if Sheffield United win, <laughs> United are in trouble? They'll say no, no. Oh, you could do. He's coming back. <laughs> Seems very unfair. <laughs> I don't know how happy I would be if that happened. Yeah, you do whatever you need to do, don't you? That's the that's the position. Yeah. Hopefully, it'll all be sorted out ahead of next week's show. Yeah, lots more football to talk about next week. Is there any it's cricket? When's? Oh, is it the first? Of... Oh, right. I think I another. Yeah. It's another couple of weeks. I, think, I, mean, I don't know why I'm saying it as if I'm so excited for the cricket to be back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they could they could just put the county championship games on completely separately. <laughs> one after the other. <laughs> oh, the other interesting thing. Do you know why games can still go ahead if they have a positive test? Oh, because they're not around each other for more than fifteen minutes. Yeah, on average, mm. you're never within two meters of someone on a pitch for more than. Oh. Something like not even more than a minute or two on no. average. So that's why he was positive. Because I did wonder that, but then when it happened, I thought that was quite. I thought the whole thing was about you were supposed to like touch touch arm, but everybody like. Oh, they all like five each other after a goal as well. It's just the amount of inconsistencies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm surprised you've not seen clubs push branded face masks more at the minute. Well, you know. I did see some you can buy like Lionel Messi and Barcelona face masks and stuff like that. They're like 50 quid as well for like four. I was like, people, people pay them, though, won't they? That's a... yeah. well, you can pay you could pay for cardboard cutouts, couldn't you? And I don't think any of the. Um, what is it? Was it a form? No, um, didn't work anyway, did it? I'm not sure. No. Brentford, had, Brentford had Shaquille O'Neal in the crowd. Yeah, Big Shaq was there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. right. Have a good right. week. Weird, Weird seeing you both. Yeah. yeah. And football as well. Yeah. <laughs> I look forward to. Yeah. And a, and a pint is like. We nearly didn't have a fresh support <laughs> pint, did we? But we got there, didn't we? <laughs> the beer pump, the beer pump exploded pre show. <laughs> Luckily, I had another keg in the fridge to make sure it was all right, but. Yeah, I didn't expect to be mopping up the kitchen before <laughs> before doing the show. I'm sure David De Gea didn't think he was going to make that howler before Friday night. So it's uh, it out. I think. I mean, if my performance was off this podcast, that's why it threw me a little bit. <laughs> right, right. We'll see you all next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to the Three Thirds Mank, One Third Scouse podcast. Give it a like, give it a share, and let us know what you think on Twitter at Mank3. That's at M-A-N-C-T-H-R-E-E. And keep listening for more new podcasts every week.